Yellow, uh, new week, new podcast, more Cubs games to talk about. Uh, it was a good past series. Cubs swept the Reds in three very different, just, you, you can actually call them historical games. Uh, we'll talk about those. Um, we got Luke again. How's it going? Um, AJ has agreed to join us pretty much every week from now on as a replacement for Cooper. So You're welcome, team. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the listeners, not you guys. You have to deal with it, but they're lucky. So go, go down. Uh, so AJ's gonna join us pretty often. Luke and I both admire what he does on Twitter, and we're just it's a good guy. Um, and the guest this week. <laughs> And the guest this week, actually, we've I've kind of had him on before, um, is Matthias uh, at Wecknerd. Um, he came on for the live talk of the uh, fantasy draft we did. Um, I don't know, actually. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course I remember that. Okay. Um, that was that was different. That was cool. Yeah, I liked it. It was, it was pretty sweet. Um. All right, well, let's get to this past. Okay, well, first things first, let's not talk about the Marlins series because we don't need to. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the, the four days that I conveniently, conveniently forgot about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there was just this block of time that I don't remember what happened. <laughs> you know, I, it, go ahead. leave, it, leave I, it to the – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, yeah, I'll go. I'll dive in because I got, a, I got an opinion on this. I got a feeling on this one. I think, uh, you know, every team needs to be tested and every team needs to know what it feels like to lose and every team needs to know what frustration is and uh, every Cub fan wants to know who Gerardo Concepcion is. So I think there's value in getting their ass beat in many ways. Um, so, and, you know, the the Red series has kind of been the same process except that we've won the games, but... I think it's been a week of exploration and figuring out what we've got and what we don't have. And uh, losing sucks, but uh, I think we know more about the team than we did seven days ago. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to disagree with you there. Yeah. You hate hate losing, and Jose Fernandez is good. That ain't news. Wei-Yin Chen is not good, but somehow he was against us. Uh... But, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, we knew going into the stretch of games, it's what, like 25 in a row or something, a whole bunch of travel. Um, thank God this Reds thing happened in the middle of it, and, you know, we can recover a little bit on the way to New York. But it's good to lose every once in a while. And we talked last week, too, about, uh, you know, tears in the, in the National League and who's going to be in the postseason. The Mets are scuffling, and the Marlins are not. And I don't know what you guys think about whether that's a playoff team, but uh, maybe it is. I think the Marlins have a good shot at getting up, getting to the postseason if their pitching holds up, because that's really their only weak link, in my opinion. Because their their lineup is pretty, their lineup is pretty good. I mean, you've got guys like Yelich, you've got Stanton, who was really cold for a while, and now he's starting to heat up. So if if they were treading water when Stanton was doing badly 
Imagine how well they're going to do when he's doing well. I think Marcelo Zuna is legit. Um, yeah. I think uh, Hechevarria is legit. I think Justin Bauer or Boer, whatever it is, former Cub. Boer. He's, 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 he's no Anthony Rizzo, but he can hit. Um, you know, I think the Mets struggle to hit. I I still think the Giants are going to struggle to hit in the postseason. But the Nationals and Marlins, I think, both have lineups that are good. Um, mm-hmm. I think last week we talked on the phone. I got that alert from MLB that said, uh, who's looking at Drew Pomeranz? It's the Marlins. And I was like, that's stupid. But after that series... I don't know. Now it's starting to make sense that they might go out and get a pitcher. Yeah, and don't forget that. Don't forget that they're getting D Gordon back too at the end right. of July. That's yep. going to make a huge impact at the top of their lineup too. Here's the I interesting thing. Him. Here's the interesting thing that I heard about D Gordon that I actually haven't looked into more. He's apparently not eligible for the postseason. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically get him back for two months down the stretch run, and then he's gone again. Well, that, that that sounds like a tradable asset. I don't know his contract terms, but if you can't use him in the postseason, maybe now is the time to flip him to a team that isn't postseason bound anyway um, and get something for him. I don't know what his contract is, though, so that might be stupid. Uh, it's not hard I don't to know find out. Like either. Let's see. It, he may still be in arbitration. Let's see. Go get go get could, Pomeranz for him. Could you imagine a Jose Fernandez Clayton Kershaw wild card game? Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, it's crucial that the Cubs, um, supposing they make the postseason, that top spot in the NL is is really great because if it's Fernandez, if it's Kershaw, if it's Syndergaard, um, even if it's, um, you know, fuck the Cardinals, but any of those wild card teams has a really good one and then not quite as good. I guess the Mets have some pretty good pitching all the way through, but especially as you say, a Kershaw uh, uh, Fernandez game, you absolutely want uh, to be the best team and get that game two pitcher in game one kind of thing. There's a big opportunity there. But you know, it's really not going to matter because Chris Bryant can't hit elite pitching. That's that is true. I didn't read that on the internet. Oh man, I didn't even read that article because I knew it was a crime. I didn't actually yeah. read it either. Yeah, yeah. Was, I was, I read it because I wanted to hate read it. Hate and reading, indeed. Then I tweeted back at the guy. I said, "This is one of the worst constructed arguments I've ever read, and you should feel ashamed. Have a good day." And then I got like forty likes on it. The, the internet sucks for many reasons, and one of them is. Um, in a lot of ways, there's incentive to write absolute shite. Um, and, you know, just because people will click it, you know, hate, mm-hmm. hate read is a thing that a lot of people do, and it's too bad, but so it is on the interwebs. In terms of D. Gordon, um, that's, I remember this now. He signed a five-year, $50 million extension this past offseason. So he's under contract till 2020 with a 2021 option. Oh, damn. Oh. Yeah, so you're not trading him, then. That's yeah. Nope. He's going to eat him in the postseason, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Although Derek Dietrich is good too. I don't know. Whatever. I don't want to get off crazy. You probably don't trade a guy that's on a five-year deal. Well, and here's no. the other thing. Here's the other thing about the Marlins that we've all forgotten. They don't have Carter Caps. Right. Which I mean, 
he was going to be their closer, like their big time reliever who was illegally pitching, but that's not important. Um, I don't know how how much you guys buy into this, but um, Buster only was on ESPN 1000 today, and that's how I listened to it work. So uh, he said that the Marlins are going to be like a huge player for all this chat. But they don't have anything. But I mean, as as just a rental, like if Jeffrey Loria wants to spend and go for it, then just sure up at the end of the bullpen. Yeah, but do they have any high quality talent in the minors to go go for somebody like that? That's what I, I was no saying. Because because I don't know, I'm if you've sure. seen it, but apparently uh, the Yankees are asking for. Kyle Schwarber or nothing for Andrew Miller. And I don't know about you, but I would say that Phillips Chapman's worth more than Andrew Miller. I, I am potentially I'm this close taking bets. I'm willing to put money that says the Yankees don't move Miller. I guess Chapman's a different question, but I just don't see the Yankees uh, being so urgent about sell mode. I think the AL is wide open. Um, I don't know. I just don't feel like they're going to move anybody. Well, they're uh, right now in their division. Because I honestly don't know. I think they're right around 500. Um, oh, they're okay. looking up at Baltimore and Boston. Um, and Toronto. Oh, really? In Toronto. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe they do sell. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just They don't... are They're four games out of the second wild card right now. Oh, I but they, they shouldn't be big sellers then at this point. They got to jump one, two, three, like six or seven teams. Nice. But, you know, that's a lot of teams, but it's also a very narrow band. So anything yeah. could happen. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just, I may be wrong. I shouldn't put money up, I guess, now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't put real money on it. Put fake money yeah, on it. Yeah, fake money. Carry bucks. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin, yeah, exactly. Bitcoin. What were we talking oh, about man. before? Where we, how we get on to this thing? Marlins and all that? Marlins yeah. prospects. You tried to say, yeah. well, no, the very first beginning of this was, we're talking about the Cubs, that's our team, remember? And uh, <laughs> you said, <laughs> forget the Marlins. And then I said, fuck off, we got to talk about this. <laughs> and uh, we discussed yeah. how... That's exactly it, how it happened, actually. Exactly, <laughs> I remember. I was here. I remember exactly what happened. And, uh, yeah, so it's... It's it, number one. The Marlins could be a playoff team. Number two, yeah. it's good that the Cubs were shitty for a minute because mm-hmm. that like put the fear of God back into Chris Bryant and you know kind of revised expectations. Wendy Thrum got to bitch about the Giants again with <laughs> her. Uh, <laughs> why does she always do that? Like she is it's so just, jacked uh, up about the freaking whatever. I don't, I don't even know, don't man. Know. That's a weird one. Did Marco Polo get hurt again? Yes. yes, he's done for the season. He, yeah, he's uh, he, he he bit something to some type of ligament, and now he's out until spring training. He was oh. out. He was on the deal with a shoulder injury, and then he got an elbow injury while he was recovering. Oh, Chris Bryant's gonna win MVP. Oh, I would yeah. trade Chris Bryant for him. I would trade Chris Bryant. <laughs> 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 maybe maybe a Pelican hit hit elite pitching and also not strike out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Because God, that article. I, for those that don't know, I don't, and there's not very many people that listen to this that aren't also on Twitter. There was an article written today by some 
nobody. Tony Maserati's a Boston guy that said Chris Bryan's overrated. Well, well, actually, um, ugh, it was terrible. All right, so speaking <laughs> of Chris Bryant, let's talk about this Red Series. Oh, man. Wow. That Red Series was ridiculously amazing. It was great. All right, so starting, it was what, Monday night that the series started? No. Yeah. Yeah, Monday. So I'm working, and I don't have my phone out while I'm working, anything like that. So I get in the car, and I see... Oh, shit. He's five for five with three homers and two doubles. That sounds like mm-hmm. a good game for him. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really get to see any of the game live. I saw, like, the last inning and a third or whatever. Um, so I would assume the three of you at least watched part of it or some of it, right? I watched all of it. Okay, so just I watched the highlights, obviously, after I yeah. actually watched him more than six or seven times because... That's who I am. Um, yeah, somebody said somebody said Anthony Rizzo had the quietest homer double two walk game of all time. <laughs> Rizzo had a great game too. I mean, thank God for a shit team like the Reds to get our blood <laughs> flowing again. We really need. I don't. That. Let's not talk about Jake Arrieta either. I mean, uh, you kind of have to, don't you? Yeah, we gotta uh, have to. We gotta talk about that. Uh, I don't. Uh. <laughs> you, you can't just uh, mask the bad with the good. Right. We already did that with the Marlin series. We discussed it. <laughs> um, I, I think he's going to be fine. I have. I am. Uh, I'm. You know. It's it's disquieting and it's discomforting and I regret it and I wish it weren't the case. But you know, if you look at I look at the movement. Um, it's almost the same. Um, the stuff, and, I, and I'm no expert. So I don't know if on that. I mean, maybe he could just throw just as hard and he still hurt. I think it is all. It's like uh, I don't. I don't know how to describe it. it it's a, It feels like a timing thing more than uh, like secret. Oh shit! Everything's the worst kind of moment kind of thing. You know, I, I think. He'll get through it. Somebody said, and it's true, that he's been throwing more sinkers now than he did last year. So he's just he's just committed to, you know, the real-life jumpers out there say, let's skip him a start or let's give him 15 days off or whatever. That's complete bullshit, and I don't encourage them for having ideas and wanting to be constructive. But I think really the case here, I think it's fine. I think he needs to work through it. I think he will. Um, I think, you know, He'll, he'll find it again. This is baseball. This is why it was so incredible that he was as good as he was for as long as he was. Because usually, most humans, people with, like, you know, mortality, suck for a moment. Like, that happens every once in a while. You lose your middle finger, like, stays on. I don't know what the hell it is, but I think Jake will find it again. Um, and I think it'll be before we know it. I think it'll be a fine opportunity for him to chill the fuck out. I'm not really concerned. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but that's where I am. I'm not concerned just yet. The walks are kind of alarming, but uh, at the same time, it's baseball, like you said, and even the best pitchers are going to have bad starts every once in a while. Like, for example, Clayton Kershaw's last start, he gave up four runs in, like, the second or third inning against the Pirates. So it's not and, really 
And he had two walks, although one of which was intentional. Oh, man, he had two walks? Two walks. Imagine, <laughs> what a time to be alive. Crazy. <laughs> I wish I could have watched that game, because I mean, I the, difference, the difference with that, you know, if you go back, and this, this is where it gets uncomfortable, because where did Jake really start having the control issues? It's actually the no-hitter. He walked yep. or, yeah. in that, in that yeah. no-hitter. And since then, he's been walking a lot of dudes. It's not a one-time thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, his whip is still down. His ERA is still down. He's still winning games. He's not pitching quite as long into the game. Um, and and you sit there screaming, just throw the fucking... Do we swear on this thing? I'm just You're fucking right today. we do. <laughs> do we <laughs> swear on this thing? What a fucking joke. Just, just go right down the middle of the pipe because it's such a good pitch that they can't even square it up anyway. So that's the frustrating part, is like, yeah. his stuff is so good that he doesn't have to nibble. But for some reason, it, he keeps doing it. I don't know what the deal is, but um, it's more than one start. That is the kind of bad part. And, and it started after he went nine innings, so that's kind of the bad part, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he's... Something's off of his mechanics or something. I don't know, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. It's not really a concern at this point. And they have the break coming up, and yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, it's not. I don't think it's very common in baseball, but in some, like, well, it's don't some all star exhibition games don't the teams have players sit out? No, I would not be. I would not be surprised if Jake did not pitch in the all star game. I think he's going to. And again, reason being, it's not a velocity thing. Uh, no, I not. think he feels okay. I think he's healthy. It's just a it's just a piston misfiring. It's not like his shoulder is barking. I don't know that to be true, but based on what I see in the data, the the heat is still on, to use the phrase. So uh, I don't know. We'll he's just, see. He's just got something that he has to tweak a little bit, and then everything will be back to normal. Dick. Well, and normal that's what he said. That's what he said after his last start too. Sahadov wrote him up, and he essentially said, "It's a quick fix, and I think I know how to do." It. Obviously, he didn't fix it yet. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I am as well. Yeah. Well, you you yeah. had AJ, you had tweeted out the graphs of his release point, and his release point has risen an inch this year. Now, does that necessarily have a correlation to have anything? Possibly. I mean, I can't go out on a limb. I'm not a pitching coach and say his release point is an inch higher. That automatically means his control is out of whack. No, I can't say that. I I do not have enough knowledge. But no, but. You can say that there is a relationship between the two because, well, you're not saying that there's a causal relationship. You're just saying these two things are related in some way. Right. Absolutely. So the other, so the other thing I looked a little more at this. It's actually his release point has been rising annually, like over the entirety of his career. He's gotten higher and higher. So he used to be shitty and low. And then he got a little higher and got way better. <laughs> then he got a little higher and got way worse. So it's not directionally correlated. However, maybe he's too high. I don't know. I don't really know. I, or maybe I, he I, hasn't adjusted to his height yet. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's goddamn growing. Maybe he's on <laughs> HGH or something like that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fuck, Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck right off. He hasn't been eating his PEDs in the morning, apparently. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
disclaimer, I do not condone libel or slander, and I would never would legitimately suggest that Jake Arrieta is using illegal drugs. Oh. Anybody you just did. thinks that is a moron. You just did, you piece of shit. <laughs> and it was a total joke. And I love his face and his beautiful beard. And I don't want to. I don't want to hold a grudge against you when you listen to this. I don't want him to say, "Hey, what the hell? I'm mad at you now." I wanted to know. But I didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not juicing. There's no way. No way. There's no way. No. no. So, but other than that, because wait. We're talking we're talking Reds, right? He pitched the Reds game and he had a home run. Yeah, so we're talking we're talking yeah, Reds. Yeah. Other than that, it was a pretty good series. It was a great series. Yeah, it was fantastic. Last night was fucking bad shit awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that was crazy. So what? So, they blew it, they blew it in the ninth, right? By which let's talk about that. Let's talk about blowing Matt Caesar's dumbass throw. How did he, Oh yeah, it was God. one of the worst throws I've ever seen. So that was horrible. Oh, he had plenty of time to let, let me go real quick. I got one I gotta get before we get to that, because that's a big discussion and I know we don't have a lot of time. Real quickly, anyone who's led jumping on Hector Rondone can STFU and can go home. <laughs> because the first hit was almost a double play, frankly. Yeah. It was a ground ball that went just past second. And then the other one wasn't really that hard either. And as you say, the left fielder had a play on slow ass Brandon Phillips with two bomb feet. And now let's get to the point, which I tweeted about today, which was, uh, you know, this outfield question. And when everyone tells me who are the 25 men you want on the team, and I happen to think there is no place for Matt Caesar, not to like, you know, I'm sure he's a very nice young man and. I, I wish him well, and, you know, I'm sure he's a great guy, but just in terms of baseball, the cup. <laughs> Crickets, so you, y'all must agree. I, 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 the, rate, the main reason, you know, so the way I, if, if you write it all out, you write out the 28 names, because that's how many there are in play right here in terms of who's currently on the roster plus the injuries, which are uh, Fowler, Listella, and Solaire. So if you bring yeah. those three guys back, you're currently at 13 pitchers. So you, you could get rid of one, but that's about it. So you really need to get rid of at least two or three bats to bring all those guys back. And the, the mm-hmm. bats at the bottom of the lineup, in terms of value on the roster, are Caesar, Almora, and Coglin. So either you get rid of all three and keep 13 pitchers, or you get rid of one. Do I do the math right? You got to get rid of a bat, and I think it's Caesar, basically. Yeah, I'm I'm with you at this point. I mean, unless Elmore suddenly stops hitting in the next week until Lasell and Fowler get back. I mean, if he goes 0 for 16 or 0 for 19 or whatever, they may send him back down. But if he's hitting the way he is right now. Which even if it's not great, even if he slows down just a little, just a little regression, then he's going to stay up because that he he's just I like I was saying either two weeks ago or last week or whatever. Elmore's glove is just too damn good, and he made another diving catch today that was just fucking awesome. I think they're going to send end up sending Elmore down just because of options. Like I think that's Caesar I think that's right. Options, but I think that's right. That's right. Um, um, I, I, but then. So you have 13 pitchers, so you can only get rid of one. So you've got to get rid of two bats. So I think get rid of Almora and 
and they go down to 12 acres. Great. I mean, yeah, I, I can get behind that. People, people get upset when you say that because they think Chris Coughlin is shite and they would rather he go to, uh, DFA. At least Stan thinks that way. Full count right. Tommy. Full count Tommy is on the Chris Coughlin train with me, but uh, Crusette thinks uh, Coughlin's got to go. I, I think it has, it, when it comes down to those two, it has to do with do you want a lefty bat on the bench or do you want the righty bat? I think that's that very true. Joe would rather have a lefty on the bench rather than a righty. What is this bullshit with you having a logical and somewhat correct analysis? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> but I, what, I don't know. <laughs> what My brain you know, the other thing, me. you know, handedness is one thing. You know, you want your lefties and your righties, but yeah. you also want guys who can hit at all. And if you give me 30 more seconds, I will tell you what Matt Caesar has hit in June. Do you want to guess That's approximately really what it has been? Isn't it like uh, 260, 270? One more second. Okay, <laughs> June splits. Matt, as of this morning, <laughs> he hit. He is hitting 194 oh, in June. Oh, God. 30, 32 June plate appearances. He has not walked. He has struck oh, out 28% man. of the time. He's hitting 194. But he's got, the, he's got the will to win, man. That's why we keep him up so here. Great. So, yeah, so trade the White Sox. Trade him to some team. That, I mean, and that's the other That's the other piece that obviously impacts this calculus here of who you move and who you demote and all this shit. If there is a trade, and I think increasingly Jorge Soler becomes available, I think Tommy LaStella could be an interesting piece. I think Matt Caesar could be an interesting piece to another team. Obviously, you don't get back a Sean Doolittle for a Matt Caesar, but there could be a trade in the in the in the coming weeks that involves one of these five or six fringe guys that are either hurt or right at the end of the roster that could make this all kind of go away in a heartbeat. So I don't know. All right, so here's an idea. Here's an idea that can kind of play into this. If the Rangers don't, and this is kind of it'll play into it in a second. If the Rangers can't get Luke Roy at the deadline, would they call the Cubs and say, hey? Give us Montero, and we'll give you. I don't think they'd sell a bullpen piece, but I mean, let's just theoretically say something weird happens and Sam Dyson gets cold or whatever. Would they say, "Give us Montero and one of the one or two of the fringe guys, and we'll give you Sam Dyson"? Do you think that's a possibility? Uh, I'm sorry, if I'm any team, I really don't want Montero. Right now. Especially I, with I, another year on the deal after this, too. Yeah. There's, there's, there's exactly one <clears throat> thing. I appreciate your creativity. There's exactly one marketable skill for Miguel Montero. That is receiving Jake Arrieta's pitches. And unfortunately, yep. that skill is only really available to one team. Um, mm-hmm. So I have a hard time. If any, if any Cubs catcher is moved, it's uh, it's the Federal Reserve. It's Tim Federovich. But I don't think anybody, you know, you might get a reliever for that. I don't know. But no, Kyle Schwarber yeah, has Montero Kyle. than the Federal Reserve, honestly. Schwarber's still a catcher. He's getting moved. We already decided this. No. Oh, well, no, Luke decided this. Cameron Luke decided this, that, that, he, there, that he's getting Andrew Miller. I want Andrew Miller. I don't care. <laughs> God damn it. How, okay, for Schwarber? You, you do that? Oh, I I would not. That's too much. They're asking okay, too much. Okay, the hot takes may come rolling in, but I'm more and more starting to not be completely against it. 
you if you ever do a bastard. soundboard, if you ever do a I mean, soundboard for this podcast, I want you to sample "The Heat Is On" that song. <laughs> that whenever the hot takes roll in, we could just drop. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna go for it, then I mean, go for it. You only got two years of Jake left. Lester's getting old, lackeys. But is he? But I mean, is he? Lester has been fucking amazing recently. Yeah. Okay, yes, he has. But, yeah. Lester's going to age pretty well, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so too. But I don't still, don't know if I'm, you know this, but that's that's exactly I think why they got Lester and Lackey because they age well. I think yeah. that can be determined with yeah. data, and I think that's why they went after. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about how good Lester has been. I almost told this as a joke twelve minutes ago. <laughs> we were talking about areatic control issues, and I think you know where I'm going with this. If we're talking Game one about starter. Lester, yeah, I, I, I've been on this bandwagon for three weeks. That I'm not John Lester should be the game one starter. Uh, I'm still behind Jake. I'm still on Jake, but yeah. I mean it's understandable. I think if, yeah. if game one if game one was tomorrow, I'm putting Lester on the mound. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would too. And then, I mean, who? Oh shit, I can't remember. Someone was saying that if they, if Arietta can get his shit straight, the Cubs will have the best one-two punch in baseball. Imagine I think rolling. Cooler said that yesterday. Was that who it was? I almost positive I heard that yesterday. I think it was Coomer. Oh, it was Coomer. <laughs> yeah, I I, oh, I don't know if you were listening to the game. Yeah, but yeah, he said yeah, I actually yesterday. wasn't listening to the game. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, that, uh, fuck! That I just quoted Ryan Coomer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat has got a real good curveball. I'd have to agree, Brandon. I agree, Pat. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I I don't know if anyone saw. I did my quick Chicago broadcast power rankings. Um, oh. It was all. It was almost decided that we had to launch Coomer into the sun. Oh well, yeah. Bye, Coomer. I don't. I don't think Coomer is a terrible color guy. Well, I haven't heard him do the fifth inning, so oh, I mean, I, I can imagine how bad it is, but I haven't heard him do the fifth inning. So I don't think he's a terrible color guy. But if he goes play by play in the fifth inning every time, yeah, fire him into the sun. Apparently, they also had him do like the thirteenth last night. Oh God. Well, well yeah. I mean, Pat's got to go do whatever. Poop, and he can't. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> The thing is, he still does color for those innings. Yeah. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. It's he like, I, don't, I don't understand. And, he, and the best part about Pat's color is that he's not doing a he's not doing color announcement. He's doing the fill-in for the play-by-play that Coomer fucked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. If, if this is Coomer, high fly. Ball, I think it's gonna go. It's it's gone, and then Pat's like, "That ball was launched to the fucking sun." <laughs> <laughs> okay, getting off getting off Ron Coomer's awfulness. Um, now another problem arose with Jake Monday night too, and that was people running against him. And I think, I mean, I think that's just another knock for Montero catching I think I like Wilson is I think Wilson's gonna catch Jake in the playoffs. Just for that Lauren Lauren Commodore at the Athletic, which I have truly enjoyed my subscription to and would encourage others to do the same. 
Um, she wrote uh, up a big piece on uh, Montero. What? You you, you don't you hating on that? No, I'm not hating on it. I'll fight you about the athletics. I like that. I like Dolan. <laughs> Andy Andy Dolan and Colin Wires are why I am the man that I am today, to a long extent. I, but, I uh, have no problem. I was just messing around. So the athletics. So they did this story. Lauren Lauren Commodore did the story on uh, Montero, and his caught stealing is like two out of thirty-seven. I think it is something like that in that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah two out of thirty-six. Yeah. Yeah, and I replied and said, you know, the elephant in the room, and we talked about this last week, too. The elephant in the room is, do you include Montero on your postseason roster? Um, and then right now, it's no, I don't think, you know? Absolutely not. Uh, right. if, if, there's no use if I started tomorrow, I would, just because he has that, the veteran leadership and he's comfortable with the pitching staff. I probably would keep Wilson Contreras in there, so you could Put him in, but I would still keep uh, Montero in there. I think Wilson caught the hell out of Kyle today. I think he did a good job framing. I think he, yeah. you know, he looked good. I, I think it will be a watershed moment, and I think, the, frankly, the only reason Joe hasn't done it yet, which is to, which is have Jake throw to Wilson. I don't know if Jake has a lot of input on it, and I'm sure I would guess that he does. But Probably. if Miguel sees. Wilson catching Jake, he's got to start literally pooping his pants because there goes that one. I mean, that's it for him. Like that would send such a message. And I think it's pretty well known that Miguel is a very emotional clubhouse guy. Um, wow. That, that That's my take on it is I think Wilson will catch Miguel. I think they're delaying it because of a Miguel's ego. Um that's where I am on it. Column I tomorrow. Think. Column tomorrow. Does Miguel Montero have an ego problem? <laughs> <Yeah>. My column. <laughs> Colin. I don't am I off base has. on that? Do I, I sound like a blowhard uh, Paul Sullivan type now all of a sudden? Not yet. You're not? I don't know. <laughs> you're on the way, but you're not there yet. You're not at that level of blowhard. Do you think, it's, do you think I'm wrong that... Uh, Yes, you're yeah. always wrong, no matter what. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Just generally speaking, I am incorrect. Yeah. I had one guy. I Some guy said that Baez is the best player on the team. Not best athlete, not like best power hitter, best best player. I said you're wrong. Sure enough, this guy follows me. He has like 800 followers. He's some big hotshot in Cubs Twitter that I've never seen in my fucking life. And he responds back to me, I don't call you out when you say stupid shit. I'm like, well, everything I say is stupid shit. So why, why no are you fucking joke on you? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <seriously. laughs> um, we can talk about that for a quick minute, or do you have an agenda? Yeah. The stupid shit that I say? Uh, Javi Baez. We don't have enough time. Oh, damn it. Daniel Murphy (laughs) just hit another home run today. Fuck. Who? Nationals. Nationals are the the next best team in the NL, and I have no no doubt about it whatsoever. It's Nationals. I hate him so much. Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy is legit. Wilson Ramos is legit. Bryce Harper is Bryce Harper. Um... The Nationals are by far, to me, the next best team in the NL. No question. Ryan Zimmerman sucks. <laughs> but, but they also have Max Scherzer and 
What's that other guy's name? Oh, Steven Strasburg in the rotation. Did you see they tried uh, Trey Turner in center field? Yes, I did I see did, that. I did not see that. That could be interesting. I, I think Mike Rizzo. But... I, I think Mike Rizzo was dumb enough to trade Trey Turner for Andrew Miller. I actually well, kind of wholeheartedly believe that. Not that I'd be right, but I don't know. Don't I mean, need some when they didn't need him. Now. Hey, hold on. You guys carry. You guys carry it. I gotta walk my dog real quick. I'm just gonna take him out. Hold on. <laughs> um, what, what lefties do the Nats have in their bullpen besides Oliver Perez? Wait, say that again. I have no, no idea. Do they have any like quality lefty relievers in their pen? I don't have a single clue. I I don't think I don't. As far as I know, the Nationals bullpen is not. Very good. Yeah. Oh, it um, makes sense for them to go after somebody like that. I'm not saying that you trade a guy like Trey Turner for him, but, you know, <clears throat> if that's what the cost is and they're trying to go for it all this year and next year, then why not? You only got Bryce for so long. Yeah. Well, this is fascinating. I don't think it's such a, a ludicrous idea, although I, I am always wrong, so I'm probably wrong <laughs> too. But I I just don't see it as being as ludicrous of an idea as it was brought up. We should make a drinking game after of this game and just say, like, when somebody says, like, I'm wrong or I'm usually wrong, just take a shot. I've actually People already been it. playing that game, and I'm totally drunk right there. <laughs> <laughs> people, people would be smoked. You're pretty coherent for being completely drunk. That's pretty <laughs> good, man. That's awesome. I'm yeah, pretty impressive guy. So, <laughs> I just pulled up Robinson Chirinos, who's the Rangers catcher. At least I think he is. He should be, yeah. Yeah. He's only played 17 games this year. He's got three he hurt. appearances. Yeah, I, he's always hurt. That's that's the problem. I pulled his yeah. numbers up next to Montero. Don't they have Chris Gimenez too? Yeah, he's he's not bad, from what I've seen. Because back before my MLB TV days, I used to watch the Rangers all the time because I get the Rangers where I live. And Chris Gimenez is he's half decent. He's not a bad catcher. He's on the Indians right now. He's on the what? He's Indians? on the Indians right now. Oh, you're wrong. Nothing. <laughs> he played Drink. for the Rangers at one point. Seriously. <laughs> 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 gotta pull out my whiskey now. Um anyways, I pulled up Torino's and Montero's numbers side by side. Yeah. It's fascinating. Montero's walking two percent more. He's striking out eight percent more. His ISO is hundred and eighty points less. His Bobip, sixty points more. His Mon- this is all Montero. Average uh, 14 points. He's uh, o- his OBP is only the only difference in his OBP with Chirinos is uh, point is one point. Here's where here's the big thing. So uh, it's looking like Montero is a better player, right? Mm-hmm. Was Chirinos is slugging 489. What's Montero's 323. And, and he's also pretty young, and I think he's still under 
in control. Torino's? Yeah. Uh, I have no. But problem. I'm probably wrong about that too. So no, drink that can. Drink you right. <laughs> <laughs> so where where how do we get to the Rangers? I guess we're talking about Montero and all that kind of stuff and Arietta. Yeah, talking about. Oh yeah, we were talking about Arietta in the running game, and we kind of got off on a Montero thing. How we yeah. we need to wrap up this Reds thing because I want to preview the Mets for a minute if y'all don't mind. Yeah. So, <sighs> um. And then okay, so 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 back to the end of last night because we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Let's close that out. They were running out of bench players, and they being the Cubs. And I was thinking to myself, well, I'm familiar with the game that my dad was telling me about, where a manager just stored a, a pitcher in left field. And sure enough, what did Joe do? Stored a pitcher in left field. And so basically, what happened was is they put. Uh, wood in right and wood in left, and they put Patton on the mound for the first out of the fourteenth, and then in the clusterfuckery that is Joe Madden's baseball team, um, decided that Travis Foot is now going to come in, and the piece of shit that Brian Price is decided to contest the idea that Travis Wood could throw warm up pitches, because you know that's important when injuries are something that exists. That's just my no, little I, shot at I Brian think- Price there. If I remember correctly, he was contesting Patton throwing more warm-up pitches whenever he got switched. Oh, is that what it was? I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He just kept asking, how does this benefit the Reds? (laughs) 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 (sighs) Fucking Brian Price. Brian Price is like that guy that's just like hanging around with the the crew of cool, cool people, but is like standing on the outside but also was, like, staying there for a really long time. And then eventually he'll just realize that no one wants him and he'll leave. Oh, this is still that's not a, a job. That, that's pretty grim, dude. That was that was sad. Yeah. I like seeing <laughs> him all of a sudden. Damn. I, I have a lot of uh, personal experience with that. Yeah, holy shit. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> kind of uh, lost in all the shuffle of the fun that was the 15th inning or 14th inning or whatever last night. Um, Joel Peralta sucks. Yeah. Wow. He's really bad. He's I mean, he really got lucky. I mean, that was a bullet that Zobras caught. He was just lucky enough to, like, jump up and get it. I don't remember. I think it was Suarez that already started running for no reason. That was, that was a really good play by Zobras. Didn't Fernando Rodney start off the same way last year with the team, where he was pretty bad? in the beginning, and then as he, I guess, settled in, he got better? Or am I just hoping it's, that incorrectly? I'm hoping it's more like Fernando Rodney and not like Rafael Soriano. Yeah. Your main oh, point, the main reason you're yeah. saying Peralta is bad is because Joey Votto hit a home run off of him. Do I have that correct? Well, that's part of the reason. But Joey Votto is insane. But, I mean, he's getting hot, like, though. And that was a oh, poker yeah. of a home run. Like, that almost stayed in the park. Not to, like, yeah. make excuses, but and let me – I'm scrolling through my own tweets like any high-blooded American <laughs> man might do, going through your own Twitter feed, <laughs> because as soon as we signed Peralta, I pulled him up on them StatCast things and decided to look – at, oh, I found it. At the distance on each of the home runs he has allowed this season, because that's how 
fucking banal I am. So without further ado, here are the distances on the seven home runs allowed by Joel Peralta prior to his joining the Cubs. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. 393, Joe Maurer. I just remember that one. 381, 380. Those are three. Those are legit home runs. 393, 381, 380. Sure, he got hit three times. 357, 353, 345, 343. So what you're saying is he's getting closer and closer to keeping it in the park. What I'm saying is of the seven home runs he's allowed, <laughs> several of them were not that bad. They were like okay home runs. I'd rather allow what? I'd rather allow Dan Dan Heron homers that are just gone off the bat than Bobippy homers that are just disappointing. I'm so what I'm not saying like he doesn't totally suck. I'm saying that his home run rate is fluky and that yeah. if you look at a graph of where they've been hit, four of those seven home runs have been to the corner corner just over inside foul poles, which like is a home run. You can't, you don't walk that back. Um, but it's not like, you know, you look at a home run rate and you say, wow, that dude's getting absolutely shelled. Um, but that's not quite the case with Peralta. Do you trust him in the postseason in the seventh inning? Probably not. In which case, what is the point of him? But, um, you know, it, he could get slightly better. You know, he's 40, so he has a lot of time to figure it out, I think. <laughs> I mean, Look, I don't think he's that bad, and I feel like you have to wait a couple, like five or ten more appearances with the Cubs before you can say, yeah, he should stay, or no, get him the fuck out of here. I'll tell you who I don't need to see any more of. I've made up my mind on this guy. I already know what I think of him, uh, is one Carl Edwards Jr. I am I am sold. Uh, I am 100% there. I thought you were just going to bring that up. I I am a fan of Carl Edwards Jr. and his what 150 frame, 150 the old guy, string bean. Yeah, I can't believe Luke, somebody that small can throw that fast. Luke and I were talking about him last night. He's throwing 96, 97 with mm-hmm. some arm side run on it, and then no. he also has that curveball. He's <laughs> and he's just he's Justin Grimm. He's good Justin Grimm. <laughs> and when Justin Grimm is throwing it the way he actually means to, which the other night, which last night Grimm looked really good, and then today he was fucking stupid again. I figured it out. 2014 Neil Ramirez was fucking insanely awesome. Yeah, with the lockdown oh seventh God. inning guy. As soon as you started this sentence, I had a feeling of <laughs> dread come over me. And then 2015, Neil Ramirez was fucking ass. Yep. And then the parallel was 2015, Justin Grimm was oh, lights out amazing. And oh, 2016, Justin Grimm has been not. Uh, so who's so it going to be next year? Who's it going to be next year? Yeah, Grimm ain't coming back. Damn it. You've convinced me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't convince you. It's only been, what, two months? Nah, man, you're so it's these it's these Texas relievers, it's these former Texas guys. They're gonna you, they're gonna get every bullet they can. They're just gonna wear them out, and that's what happened to uh, Grimmer. So that means what about that, Kyle Hendricks? True. 
Yeah, but he's he's not a gunning reliever. He is a uh, 88-89. <laughs> Chill, bro. Yeah, but he's still from Texas. I think he's different. Wrong trade. <laughs> oh, really? A different deal? But, yeah, pitches are only bad from that Garza deal. Yeah. Right. Because Garza's bad, so it's only fair. <laughs> like, Edwards <laughs> is going to be good this year and then ass next year. Right. That's that's what it's projecting to be. <laughs> I hope not. I hope all of our relievers are the best relievers in the league and everything's all comfortable. I don't know. I the one the one contestation I would make, Ramirez's velocity obviously fell. I don't know if that's true of Grimm. I haven't looked closely enough to know, but I don't know that his velocity is off. Where was he throwing or where where has he been throwing traditionally? I don't know. Career? I don't know. Ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. I think I wanna say he's been up there. I think he's been like ninety five, ninety six pretty steady. I'll pull up yeah. Brooks right now. Um but I'm pretty sure I, his velocity hasn't changed. He's just not been locating anything for shit. Yeah. His his like fastball velocity average may be down because I think he's been a little more steady in terms of ninety five, ninety six and not getting ninety seven so much. Yeah. Um I'll pull it up. Um all right. So AJ, we want to talk about next week, um, or not next week, next series, which we can transition to by saying that the rotten corpse of James Loney just hit a homer. Oh, my yeah, God, really? Yep. Yeah. Off of What's the score of that game? Top of the night. Is it tied 2-2? Two, two? Wow. Two, Nationals tie 4. It. What was it? Nationals 4, Mets 2. Oh, okay. um, I was wrong. Drink. Yeah, you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just said it. You're so wrong all the time. Thanks for telling me stuff I already know. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, the Nationals need a legitimate closer. Is Pavelbon still hurt? Yeah. Yep. And they have Sean Kelly pitching right now on the top of the night. So what are the pitching matchups for the next four games? It's Cologne, Lackey. Nope. No? Matt's. Matt's tomorrow. Yep. Oh, it's Matt. Okay, so Matt's Lackey, then DeGrom, Hamill, Thor. No. Wait, what? I'm missing one. Uh, oh, Cologne, Arietta. Is that what it is? I, I yeah. actually have no idea. I think it's I Cologne, think so. Arietta, and then I know it's Thor Lester. I am so excited for Sunday. That'll be a good game. I am so excited for Sunday. I haven't seen Thor pitch very much, and Lester's been my favorite player the last two months. Ooh, it's going to be fun. And I think I think it'll be four good games. I think it'll be a good series. I mean, the Cubs' offense has been hot, and the Mets' offense has been not. <coughs> like, really fucking terrible. I, I think the Reds, the three games with the Reds, particularly last night and today, were a fantastic launch pad to carry it into New York um, because they really did struggle in Miami. But, yeah, I, I think the momentum is back. Not that I believe in momentum, but it feels good to score. It's nice to know they can do it. I'm excited to see what they can do against uh, these big arms up in New York. Who are they not seeing? Who's the Mets pitcher they're not Harvey. seeing? Harvey. Thank God. Fuck Matt Harvey. Yeah, that guy sucks. 
I feel, Manhart- I feel that way about Syndergaard because I hate his face. For Luke, Luke's hated pitcher is to Madison Bumgarner as much as is to Matt Harvey. <laughs> I don't care if Madison Bumgarner takes BP before an AL game. I don't give a shit. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how That's you really legit. feel. Jake Arrieta has as many home runs. You don't see me clamoring that he should be in the home run derby. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck off, man. Fuck off. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, man. <laughs> God. I don't, I don't know why that irritates through you. I don't know why that irritates me so bad, but it's annoying. It's like, God. You just hate Madison Bumgarner for illogical reasons. Fair. Just like I hate Noah Syndergaard for illogical reasons. <laughs> like, I just, I just want to punch that guy in the face for some reason. I don't know why. I just, I don't like him. I'm trying to figure out this crim stuff. I'm not very good with uh, Brooks baseball. I'm trying to figure. What are you looking out. at? What are you looking at? Crim's velocity. Oh, uh, you have? Are you at his page? Yeah. Usage and outcomes. Or no, velocity. The next one over. Uh, You're on your phone? You, no, I'm on the. I'm on my computer. Yeah, velocity. It's right there, huh? Yeah. No, I'm in that. I just don't know how to sort it by. Not sort it by month. Oh, found it. Uh, year. Yeah. There we go. Bottom line. All right, yeah. let's see. Uh, last year it was 95.74. This year it's 95.48, his fastball average velocity. Yeah, nothing to worry about there. Yeah, <clears throat> so that's not where it is. No. Nope. And his sinker uh, average velocity is up almost a full mile, full mile per hour. Wow. And his, his slider... Yeah, his sinker and his slider is up three, which is interesting. But, yeah, but he check the sample on that. How many sinkers and sliders has he thrown? Let's see. He has thrown. Um, this, by the he, way, this oh, is okay, okay. He's thrown one slider. Yeah, this is what <laughs> yeah. the listeners are here for. Is dead silence while we figure out how to use Brooks baseball. That's what they're, that's what they're truly here for. And then he's all, he's only thrown three sinkers. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah. He doesn't do none of that. Okay, so he can't be saying yeah. nothing about that. Nope. So yeah, Grimm's fine. I, you you have a concern because it's so true that they really just used Neil. I mean, if we're truly honest, they just used Neil Ramirez up. They just wore his ass out. They um, so we'll see if Grim can find it again. See, that's the real reason that Rick Renderu was let go. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. It's not. It's not that you know the Cubs were tampering with the Rays or anything like that. It's that Theo fired Rick Renneria because he used all of Neil Ramirez's anything that he had left. That that's why it happened. You're hearing it from from the main sources right here. Isn't Neil Ramirez still pitching somewhere? Yeah, he was with the Brewers, and then he was let go. Is he with the Twins still? I think I so. Think, I think he's with the Twins. I have no idea. Um, so, let's talk about the Mets a little. Um, their pitching is obviously, it's. I mean, their pitching is insane. Um, Matt throws, what, fastball, curveball, change-up slider? I I don't do those scouting reports until the morning of the game, and I haven't done 
uh, and the Nats yet. I'll do it tomorrow morning, but sure, let's go with that. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that um, sounds good. We'll go with that. Now I'm interested because I don't. I haven't done a lot of research on Steven Matt. I didn't even know he was a prospect until he made his spot start last year. If I may, let's just talk expectations. How many games are you looking to win in a four-game series in New York? Are you thinking we can win the thing? Are you thinking avoid the sweep? What, what, what do you think is a reasonable expectation? Well, I think with the way the pitchers line up is that I'm if they split it, I'm okay. I'm good with the split, yeah. I think they can win the three because I do not trust the Mets' offense to do anything against their pitching because their offense is horrible. And I mean, it, it really depends which John Lackey and which Jason Hamill shows up. And I guess which Jake Arrieta shows up, too. Indeed. Indeed. It depends how the pitchers pitch and also how the hitters hit. <laughs> and, 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 and how the field is wow. wow. Uh, along with the offense, there's also the question of the health of Matt and Syndergaard. Because there True. have been various reports released on how the both of them are experiencing elbow discomfort and how there could be a potential issue. So I don't know how effective Matt just Syndergaard are going to be. The Cubs are known for breaking relievers. Like, they'll blow up on them for, like, two or three runs, and then they'll get DFA'd the next day. I bet that's going to happen with Matt and Syndergaard. You really, you really don't want to be receiving cortisone shots in your fucking elbow if you're a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball, no. I would no, not think. It is not ideal. That's, sounds like a bad idea. I love how Syndergaard kind of shrugged off how he's feeling. Yeah, I feel uh, I feel great with my medicine. <laughs> with your medicine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the repetition of throwing 101 is uh, getting to him a little. Probably more Just, so the 90-something mile per hour slider than fastball. He's so fucking nasty. I'm so excited to watch him. I hate him <sighs> so much. <laughs> uh, I was right about Matt. I am fucking shocked with myself. What? It's fastball, curveball, slider, change. Oh. So it has been two weeks in a row that I have guessed something, well, educated guess on something and have been right. Last week it was with Russell being clutch. This week it's with uh, Matt's being, with Matt's repertoire. I wonder that, what next week that, will be. That Russell I think was pretty well done, by the way. Thank you. I think he's got like four or five more hits in the ninth inning, too. Yeah, like probably. Just this past week. Let's, let's see where he's at on this, the chart right now. Hey, Mark Gonzalez just, just retweeted a, a Mets tweet. May I share it with you, team? <clears throat> May I tell it to you? Yes. Do it. The Mets have scored 82 runs in 26 games this month, by far the lowest in the majors. They had 84 <laughs> runs in 27 games last June. What's 82 divided by 26? That's like three. It's about three. It's three yeah. point something. Not very good. Not very good. So, yeah, not at all. yeah I mean, I, I, I think the other thing, too, about their pitching, um, I think the Cubs have been very smart. Of course I do. God bless the lawyer. <laughs> the Cubs have been smart to, you know, this starting staff is quite good, obviously, at run prevention. But they don't do it in yeah. the traditional way of putting a Mega Man blaster on their right arm and just <laughs> fireballing that shit into the catcher. They don't just jack velocity around. They manage no, they contact. Don't. And I think the de- the defense is good. 
the the movement is good, the command is good, um, and so they they force you to put the ball in play. Um, where I'm going with this is, I think um, the mission isn't built to last nine innings. You don't get complete games out of these guys. Um, I think you know, like with like with Scherzer, and like with Jake when he's not feeling well, um, you can you can get to that bullpen you know, in the sixth or in the sixth or seventh inning um, and give your offense a chance to tack two or three on. And if they only score three themselves, that puts you in a chance to win. So the starting rotation mm-hmm. is imposing, but if the Cubs can grind, which we know they can, if the Cubs can grind out at bats and wear out the starters quickly, um, they could be in a position to win games late, I think, repeatedly. Yeah, and I just think they're far superior to the Mets all around. Well, not all around, because the Mets rotation is probably better than the Cubs rotation stuff-wise. But yeah. that's why I, th- I think they're going to win three out of four. Uh, you need guys like Zobrist and Baez and Bryant and Rizzo to have nice long at-bats where they foul off 80 billion pitches and uh, you know make them work. Eddie had a homer off a lefty. Yeah, he did. It was great. It was a pleasant surprise for a great game today, which we didn't even talk about, which is okay. Reds don't count. The Reds don't count. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I did have to. I do have to say that the inside the park homer was quite cool. It was yeah, cool. especially Billy cool. Hamilton getting fucking hit in the face. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> J.K. It's not nice to relish others' injuries, so I take that back. Mostly. Unless I mean, it's that's Cubs killer Billy Hamilton. Yeah, but fuck it's Billy just, Hamilton. That's such a Reds play, though. That oh, yeah. An outfielder would get hit in the face by a flat ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's great that the Cubs only allowed one homer to Adam Duvall. Yeah, that guy's good, huh? No. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. I he didn't know it's kind of a Mike Leak deal. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that yeah. either. And Wait, the guy what? that pitched today... He came in the oh Cueto game. They got they got like three. Well, they got Finnegan, Lamb, and whoever pitched today in the Cueto deal, and then they got Duvall for Mike Lee. Oh my God! Nice job, them. <laughs> that probably going to help Say what? I mean, it's not really going to help him do anything in the division. So yeah, whatever. Well, not this year, but I mean, those are talented people. For yeah. half of seasons of Johnny Cueto and half of a season of Mike Lee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess. I just, I don't see the point in if you're not going to contend. I mean, it's better than nothing. I mean, in getting young, players that are talented, you don't see the point in that? Well, not, not if you're not going to compete, because the Reds aren't going to compete for however long. Cause they're just well, well, that's what, basically what you're saying is indirectly that the Cubs plan was stupid. Because that's what the Cubs did, is that they traded all their shit away the and then tanked for the rebuild. Like 27. You, that's you hate saying. Jake Arrieta. a little old. You hate Jake Arrieta. <laughs> He's horrible. He's the worst player ever. That is not what I'm saying. Please <laughs> like my sport. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be quiet now. I please like my sport someone on Twitter the other day, and they got fucking pissed. 
Speaking of people that are pissed on Twitter, we have breaking news. My oh, uh, my header has gotten another person to fall for it. My, everyone knows that my header is the real Cubs, Cub apostrophe S fan. <laughs> right? All right. Yeah. Here's yeah. this new gem from user at Team Bale 2011, whose header is Bale Family. Uh, no offense, but the statement "real Cubs fan" is grammatically incorrect. I'm a real Cubs fan, and I win again. You got him. <laughs> you got him. It's it's the great thing about this about this user is that it just it it brings pleasant surprises whenever it needs them. Whenever I need them. Yeah. Anyways, back to making fun of the Mets. We weren't really making fun of the Mets, were we? Well, maybe we should start. God damn it. Was Wilson's, was Wilson's dance after he got hit today that funny? I didn't get to see oh, it. Oh, great. It was amazing. Okay, I'm watching it right now. I'm watching it right now. The way he reacted, I've never seen somebody react like that to get hit in the ball. And now we're just waiting for Luke to finish watching this. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet either. I gotta, I gotta fire that up. You didn't see I, it, and I have not yet seen it. Nope. I oh man, it's think... entertaining. It's just like unexpected. Yeah, you don't expect somebody to react like that. I mean, it makes sense because it's Wilson, and he's like the guy with the high energy and stuff, and he's out there and he's open. But this is just awesome. Do you guys like Wilson and Luck? Different. Yes. Yes, I do. I don't think he looked very good the first two games, but now <laughs> that I've watched him a little more. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So I am of the view, and Baez has a little bit of a split issue where he hits, is it lefties way better than righties? Do I have that right? Mm, I'm not sure. Yeah, Baez has had a bit of a split, but I think his defense is so good that I think Wilson, who I call game one, I think game one and Baez uh, both pretty much should be on the field every single game at this point. Yeah. Kind of makes an outfielder expendable, just saying. Almost. Almost. Baez, definitely Contreras. I'd rather I'd rather see him get more work behind the plate than in the field, but at the same time, you need that bat in the lineup because his bat's pretty good, and he also has a good approach at the plate. I said last night before Javi hit the grand slam that he was going to strike out on three pitches, which was justified <laughs> by the 0 for six. Well, and yeah, then, sure he enough, had horrible at bat the whole game. And then, yeah. He's, I, you know, I don't know what to think of him. Some days he's fucking great, and then other days I just think that I'm my dad and I think he's fucking terrible. I think it has to do with old habits dying hard. More yeah. Than yeah, wait, who do you think is terrible? No, I mean, some, some, okay, Javi, it's, some games I think he's great, and I, like, today he was, what, three or four or whatever, and he'll have yeah. multi-hit games and hit a dinger or two, and he'll make an insane play like he did in the field again. And then tomorrow he'll go out and be over four with three strikeouts. Yeah, it, it, he's just kind of like bipolar with his with his. Yeah, play. I can see that. 
he's still working on his approach. He'll get there. I'm not worried. I mean, he's he's yeah, provide yeah. his defense is so insanely fucking good that I don't really care. It's just kind of all right. Figure out what you're gonna do here. Are you gonna be 2014 Javi Baez or are you gonna be 2015 playoff Javi Baez? Yeah. And I think I'll get there eventually. I'm not. It's just kind of a thing of note for me right now. There are just sometimes when it seems like he's going to swing at a pitch no matter what. He's already made up his mind. Oh yeah. Pitch is thrown. I'm oh, swinging yeah. at this. I don't care where it is. Oh And yeah. that's how he used to. That's how he used to play. And he's just. He's still working through that stuff. So. I I think he swings very defensively defensively with two strikes, and I think his yes. strategy is once he goes to two strikes, he's basically swinging at literally everything. Um, the crazy thing is his plate coverage is so good that he can actually get away with that. Um, mm-hmm. It just makes it difficult to generate quality contact when you swing at literally everything. So yeah. So how about the Orioles? They're hitting a lot of home runs, aren't they? They're at 55 in June. Holy shit. That's, that's a lot. Five. And the Yankees just tied it in the bottom of the ninth. Darling wow. just took a four-pitch walk. What the fuck? Wow. You lying piece of shit. <laughs> it happened. I just watched it. It was terrific. That's awesome. That's, he's, had a, he's had a nice little revival with the Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah. What? Twelve um, games ago, the Indians were thirty-five and thirty, and now they're they again tonight. forty-seven and thirty. Now they're forty-seven thirty. Hot damn! That's incredible. I love the Indians. I really do. I have absolutely nothing wrong with them at all. Their pitching is insanely good. It really is. Did Didi? Did Didi Gregorius just walk off? Somebody walked off. It must be Didi Gregorius because Nick Cellini is saying, yep, Nick Cellini, uh, yep, uh, Didi Gregorius, walk off Homer. On couch. Sam Dyson has a horrible outing. Maybe we should go get him. There there you go. There's the money. All right. (laughs) Tomorrow. (laughs) Didi Gregorius, walk off home run. AJ Walsh, walk off number mashing. (laughs) Brandon, walk off. Trade deal proposal. No. Because that's good. I love proposing trades. Send them to Dave. Yeah, send them to Dave. All of them. I'm so the disappointed Mets. that no one on here watches Game of Thrones. The Mets Twitter account just tweeted at a Twitter account called Mets Jesus and said, why do you do this? <laughs> I don't understand. They haven't tweeted since Bay. The fuck? I, I love the In Mets We Trust account. Uh. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, I'm going... If the Cubs split the next series, I'm good with that. If they win it, I'm good with that. If they lose it, it's understandable because the Mets pitching is insane. I will not be happy if they lose that series. Well, fuck you, Jeff. That was a joke. Sorry. I mean, I just... I feel like the Cubs are way better than the Mets, and I don't I don't see any reason why they should lose that series. Of course, I also thought that before they played the Cardinals and the Marlins last week, so... We'll see. 
Regardless Thank God that week is over. Yeah, I know. Shit. I just gave it a massive wink, but I'm just glad that the overreaction. You know what was funny about about last week is that people were assuming that people were going to overreact and say the season was over, and when in reality the only person to do that was Aronson, because that's who Aronson is. That's his brand, man. That's all he does. I don't understand how someone could be so fucking negative. Uh, Could we adopt rule? Can we adopt amendment number one and do our podcast? <laughs> yeah. Fuck Tommy for that. I hate those amendments. I want to be able to make fun of Jeff. <laughs> you can make fun of him, just not on my timeline. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, um, I think we should also propose that an amendment to Amendment One should be David Wester pubes. I mean Wester Green. That guy is awful. He has his good moments sometimes. Uh, I don't remember what I got. I don't remember what was the ultimate cause of me in following him. But I asked David Bloomberg or whatever his name is to ask him if he muted me. And uh, Wester Green's response was a long time ago. And I just yeah. gave a massive fist pump. It just It was just like, yes. So should we should we talk a little uh, Twitter action yesterday with the fight between Stan and and uh, Tom Selleck? Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, I, I don't honestly. My take on it is that Stan doesn't really give a shit. He's just like, whatever. I'm just gonna screw with you guys because you guys take everything so seriously. And I don't know. It turned into something that it shouldn't have. But that's my take. I love how Stan was like, I love how Stan was like, yeah, Brandon, con- uh, props to you for confronting me and not balls. subtweeting me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have balls. Uh, he's uh, really not very smart because I did subtweet him. Well, he wasn't notified. About True. It. I said, well, Stan's a douche. And then no one noticed, and I was very good. I was very happy with him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. That was, a lot was of interesting fun. to watch from the timeline. <laughs> I just love that, like when people come in late and they're like, "Oh shit, something went down. What was it?" And then no one tells them anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, James Shields actually pretty pretty decent tonight. What a surprise! Interesting. They, they pulled him out. They uh, that's what she said. Uh, they they yanked him. I don't know. Yeah. I just oh, yeah, he's only shit. given a one run. Three, Sox are up nine to one. Eight. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, Cardinals are tied bottom seven. Pirates are up three nothing. Bottom up top two. Huh. And San Francisco is tied uh, bottom two at zero zero. And how about the Brewers seven nothing on the Dodgers? Oh wow! Shit! Didn't one of their prospects pitch that game? Yeah, some guy I've never heard of. Yeah, he gave up five runs in the second inning <laughs> on a home run to Kirk Newenheis. That's always good. Yeah, that's how you know you're really awesome. 
when you give up a bomb to New and Heist. So the Cubs are ten and a half up on the Cardinals. Fuck Greg Garcia. Greg Garcia? Would yeah, he do something? No, he got hit by a pitch. Oh. But the Royals challenged it and they overturned it. I just I don't like him at all. He's just one of those guys on the Cardinals that's just like you don't really need to be here and because of that you can just go fuck yourself. Who the hell is Greg and- Garcia? <laughs> he had a home run off a of stroke last year. Like yeah, he did. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. That wasn't the Bob Costas game, though. That was the Bob Costas game. It was the Bob Costas game? Yeah, it was fucking Greg Garcia. Oh, Oh, fuck. shit. That's what I do. I love listening to the Cardinals broadcast, said no one ever. It's so bad. (laughs) It's so bad. Carter's the greatest color man, though. Said no one ever. He's so good. I hate Dan McLaughlin, too. He just screams at everything. Is he the play-by-play guy? Yeah. I had a little freak-out moment trying to figure out who both of the Giants play-by-play guys was. Don Miller and some guy? Dwayne Kuyper. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. I love Kuyper. Kuyper. He's really, okay. really awesome. He's got a great voice. I hate mm-hmm. him, but Matt Carpenter is really fucking good. Oh, we love yeah, he's... He's legit. Really fucking good. We lost AJ. Did we? Yeah, we did. Oh. He must I was have wondering just where like, he's been. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, I, I was going through, uh, like, Arizona Fall, or not Arizona, Dominican Winter or Summer League stuff for my job about, like, just going through box scores and stuff. And the Cubs have a guy named Johnny with, like, spelled like Johnny Peralta. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. trade him. Get rid of him. Release no. him, please. I, I almost threw my computer. I was so pissed. Oh, man, that's... That's, that's not okay. No, it's not. I, I thought, me... I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that means that the, that the messenger is making its way north. Oh. No. Uh, speaking of wrong spelled Johnnies, he's at the plate with two ma- uh, with a man in for third and first right now. That's well, what made me think of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what made me think of it. I gotta look. It's, it was either on the. Uh, I think he got under it. Yep. You're way ahead of me. I think. Are you on MLB Network? No, I'm on MLB TV. Oh yeah, it was on MLB Network. Okay. I, I'm at one and zero right now. He, fly, he flies out at two zero. No, great, thanks. No problem. <laughs> I like to ruin. I like to ruin things. I think it's the first time we've each other. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna find this guy and tweet him out because bullshit. <laughs> That's crazy. You both need to watch Game of Thrones. Really, seriously, get on that shit. I'm gonna start reading the series after I'm done with my current book. So, yeah. what are you reading? They have right now? two guys named Johnny. What? No. What? <laughs> what? I mean, at least they don't have a, an Aledmus. Oh God, we don't need. What the fuck is an Aledmus? Johnny Betancourt, who's an infielder, <laughs> and Johnny Pareda, who's a catcher. Of course, it's a fucking Pareda. infielder. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, fuck. bullshit. 
They have an Adonis too. Ooh. Yaxon Gomez might be my favorite name ever. What was it? Yap Yapson. Yapson Gomez. Yapson Gomez. Y a p s o n. Yapson. Is that a Cubs player? Yeah, Cubs pitcher. Whoa! The Mesa Mesa Cubs, the um, Arizona League. I gotta ask John if he's been decent. Yapson. I want to be named Yapson. That's my Fuck. that's my new name. Fuck Brandon. Yapson's cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, boys, I'm gonna jump off. So I have to walk my dog. Okay, uh, we're, uh, I guess we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, next week, I have actually no fucking clue who the guest is gonna be. So <laughs> we'll leave that up in the air. Um, I tried to get Dave Dave on for this week. Okay. He's got some shit going on, getting ready to move and stuff, so we'll, I'll leave him alone for a month or two. We'll get him on right before the playoffs. Um, next week, I actually have some targets in mind. Um, as for this week, Cubs sweep the Reds. We get four games against the Mets, and then who do they they come home and play the... I don't even know. I think they play the, the Reds. Reds. It's, Reds. It's the Reds again. Red. Yep. And then an, Fuck uh, again. One, game, one game against the Braves. Make and they go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's right before the break, and, I think. Because I was actually going to go to the game on Saturday in Pittsburgh, but we decided against it. All right. Anyways, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, we will see everybody next week. And go Cubs. Go Cubs, go.